O'Hara, what's going on? Does that not make you want to put on some white shoes and like a like a pastel sport coat made of cotton? Put the rag I, top down and cruise. <laughs> at I night. just bought a uh, a pair of white on white Nikes. Like they're they're white high tops with a white swoop on the side. And I thought they were super cool because they were in the throwback kind of section, like uh-huh. the old school style of shoes, you know. And um, someone at work was like, those are cool dad shoes. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm kind of new to the whole uh, dad thing as being an insult. I didn't realize, you know, like I, I've heard people say, oh, that's a dad joke. Like those are dad jokes, you know. Um, but now – I hear things like those are dad clothes or that's a dad kind of thing to do. I didn't realize, um, I, I guess the, the insult, the implication is that you're, you're old. That's a dad thing. You know, those are dad shoes. And, uh, but I mean, I guess they probably are like, you know what? I bought them. This is the truth. When I saw them, I said, God, those kind of look like, um, Michael J. Fox's shoes from Back to the Future. I was like, those are cool. Hence why they're dad shoes, right? They're definitely dad shoes. Yeah, I think the first time I heard that, I knew that it was not a compliment. <laughs> I think it was uh, referring to my dad jokes because I, you know, I would try to be the funny dad with my teenage son or my daughter or even with even my younger son, Gabe. He's 11, and, and he'll kind of give me that look or be like, come on, dad. Really, I my my daughter is uh, very excited because she put a video online. She uploaded a video to TikTok, mm-hmm. which I guess is the new replacement for Vine. And she said, "Dad, it's I put up a video and it's kind of going viral." And so i've seen the video it's a very goofy little video where she uh, makes little poses i mean it's it's funny whatever you know and i said what does that mean going viral you know and she says well right now it has fifteen thousand likes and it's listed on tiktok as a trending video by the way i believe fifteen thousand likes is more likes than i have got on all everything I've ever posted on social media combined in the past 10 years. I don't think I've got 15,000 likes total on anything or on everything combined. And so I've been giving her a hard time. I said, Hey, I can be your manager. You know, <laughs> I can be your TikTok manager. And I said, what you should do is tell some jokes. So I looked up some jokes and that's what she told me. She said, I'm not going to tell your dad jokes. On TikTok. <laughs> maybe, maybe what we need to do is have Morgan plug the show on TikTok. <laughs> That'd be great. We've do got we, some hits. So, so I, I've, I've heard of it. Is this, is this just a, um, is it like a teenage thing or is everybody, is it like an Instagram where anybody uses it? Uh, it seems to me it's mostly a kid thing and oh. it's like Vine except for, you can upload longer videos. Well, Vine is gone, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, I believe, bought Vine and then closed it. Oh, imagine um, that. Right. So on TikTok, this is what my son told me. So this is where I get my social media news from is my children. My son told me that it was too hard to monetize Vine because nobody wants to watch an eight-second video 
and then a 30 second commercial and then an eight second video. You know what I'm saying? So uh, on TikTok, the videos can be longer so they can put ads in between them or, or in front of them. Uh, here's one of my jokes. This is, I was proud of this joke that I got for Morgan. Lay it I on me. Her, I said, this isn't, this isn't the best one, but this is the one that she uh, vetoed and then would not hear any of my other jokes. I said, Morgan, did you know when people pass away, the last part of your body to die is your eyeballs? And she said, no, I didn't know that. I said, of course, your eyes dilate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she said, I'm not going to tell you dumb dad jokes. <laughs> you know what? Channel. <laughs> I, and I'm going to, I'm going to back her decision on that one. <laughs> it's pretty bad, dude. <laughs> I enjoyed that one, but uh, yeah. So uh, I think um, the kids rule the social media and we are becoming the dinosaurs. Yeah, Doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing it, but well, that's why we do a podcast called throwback reviews. Exactly. So, and so, now we're going to bring on our third guest, Morgan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and her TikTok videos. Well, hey, we've had Mason on, right? That's true. Yeah. He didn't know he was going to be on. He, uh, Life 360 uh, conversation that we had. Yeah. Mason today broke the O'Hara curse. And I'll tell you what the O'Hara, there are many O'Hara curses. Don't kid yourself. There are lots of O'Hara curses. But one O'Hara curse is I have never purchased a vehicle in my life and sold it for a profit. This never happened. Good for him. Normally, you know what I mean? Normally I buy a car and then, you know, you sell it and it's like, you're begging somebody to take it. (laughs) It's all beat up or something, you know? Uh, So in in Oklahoma, you could get a motorcycle license when you're 14 years old. I had one when I was a kid, we bought one for Mason when he turned 14, we sent him to a, a motorcycle driving course, and he got his license, and it worked out. He decided, and this is true, that it, you're limited to a 250, which is a fairly small motorcycle, you know, especially if you live like we do a little bit outside of town, and you have to, you wouldn't, you definitely wouldn't want to take a, a 250 on the interstate, I wouldn't think, you know. So he decided he wanted to sell it, and I said, listen, you give us our money back, what we paid, and you can have anything over the top of that, so... Uh, we paid two thousand for the motorcycle, and he listed it last year for like forty five hundred. I go, are you crazy? <laughs> Nobody's going to pay forty five hundred dollars for a two thousand uh, dollar motorcycle. But he relisted it this week for twenty nine hundred, and a guy came back and said he would give him twenty three hundred. So uh, that's what we did today. We went, we met this guy at the his bank, and. We signed the title over. He gave us the money, and uh, you know, guy gave us twenty three hundred dollars, and Mason gave us our two thousand dollars back, and and uh, kept three hundred. So he rode the bike for three years and made three hundred bucks. So, yeah, it's a new generation. Good for him, man. My son actually just is about to buy his first vehicle, a two thousand a two thousand seven Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, from my yeah. niece. Um, so Nicole's out visiting her parents and she's doing an art show and my niece is selling her, uh, that vehicle. So he's going to buy it and it'll be his first one because he just got his license this week. And it's funny that, you know, we, I brought up the life 360 when Mason called, we were talking about life 360 and you could see where he was and all this and that. Well, then I ended up getting life 360 because I want to keep track of where my kids are. Mm -hmm. And so this past Wednesday, my son had his 
uh, driving test for his license. And I was at work. So I ducked out of work and I went into the locker room when I knew he was uh, taking his test. And I, I watched, I got, I was able to watch the ending of his uh, course just through Life 60. It's like, you know, for anyone who doesn't have it, you know, it kind of looks like a Google Maps with, and, you know, have an icon for whoever that person is in your circle. And it shows them moving and how fast they're moving and where they're going in the streets and stuff. So it's kind of, kind of interesting that way to, to use that technology. Yeah. My kids have changed their, um, Life 360 icon. So one of them is a picture of our cat, mm-hmm. and one is uh, somebody from a video game. I don't even know. I maybe a Minecraft uh, type person, but so when I look at ours, I'm like, "Where's everybody?" And then I see the cat going around in a, <laughs> a video game. I'm the only one, I'm the only one that has an icon. I don't think anybody even looks at it other than myself. And yeah. s- and sometimes Nicole will looking to see where the kids are or whatever. But for the most part, and I like this. I think they forget that it's on their phones. Right, you right. know, well, so. that's, you know, that's that's a, and and we don't watch our kids every second of the day, you know, anything like that. It's just, you know, like um, Mason just got a job, and the the new job is based on if they're busy or not. So he'll go to work, and then they'll say, "Hey, uh, we're not busy right now. Come back in two hours or something." So we kind of told him, you know, hey, as long as you got your phone, you don't have to call and check in and tell us like every second where you're going to be. You know, we'll just if we need you, we look, you know, we look on Life 360 and and you know, so it, it, it it's a two way thing. It gives him more freedom and it helps us not worry. You know, yeah. Worry. Well, let me just say this, and then we'll we'll kind of get started with our our show, our program. I don't watch him all the time either, but I do like because he got his license and the other night we let him drive the, the van to work, which work is literally like an eighth of a mile away. If that it's like around the corner, right? Well, you know, so I, I, I was dorky dad and I videotaped him pulling away. And then I watched him on life 360. Cause I told my wife, I'm like, if he, I know the, where he's going and if it stops too long, I'm probably going to freak out and drive over there and make sure he didn't get in an accident. <laughs> and then I did the same thing when he got out of work and in, in here in New York, um, under the age of 18 with your license, you're not allowed to drive after nine o'clock unless you're coming from work and you have to have like some proof or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. So he gets out of work at nine and then I, I, so I watch and I'm watching him drive and now he went joyriding for a little bit. Uh-huh. And, and so, uh, which was fine. He just, you know, he was just trying to, he was in the neighborhood, but we told him like, Hey man, you can't do that because you can get your license suspended if you get pulled over. But I told my wife, I'm like, don't, don't tell him that we were watching him on Life 360. We just know it was, he was out driving because it was right. later. Because yeah. I don't want him to be like, all right, I'm going to stop this or whatever. But mm, yeah, so um, so let's. I'm going to address the 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 elephant in the room, and oh. that and that is, and I'm going to take full responsibility for this. But we missed we missed our uh, our monthly quota. We missed the month of May, I believe. We're, we were close. We were very, very close. Today is uh, June first. Yeah, yeah. So if you extend it through the weekend, we can bend the rules a little bit. All right. Well, we'll say that we were both busy last night, and I've been sick for like a week because I would have liked, I wanted to try and get on earlier this week because I knew the month was wrapping up, and and it was just a crazy busy month for me. Uh, so we missed it, but we're pretty close. So I think what we're going to try to do is do two this month, right? To kind of make up for it. But, uh, in my defense, I thought may had 35 days. Me too. 
That's so really I felt like, yeah, I felt like this weekend we were going to hit it. We discussed it and you told me that. And I was like, well, he's the smart one. So, all right, I guess it's 35 <laughs> days, right? Um, Stupid phone calendar. <laughs> we're making up for February. But uh, yeah, so we were like, you know what? We don't really have a movie or anything, but let's just, we, we thought we'd just bring up a couple topics that are somewhat retro related, right? And just kind of have a little, as the, uh, I was going to say, as the old ladies would say, a hen session. <laughs> but, well, you know, it's the same thing that I have uh, with my dad. When things happen around the house, the kids, things happen uh, at school for the kids, things happen in my life. My immediate tendency is to blog about them, write it down, post it on my website. My dad comes over to visit us once a week on Sunday. So, Every time he comes over, now he says, you know, oh, I'll say something like, you know, so the kids and I go, oh, I know, I already read it on your blog. <laughs> I, read, I saw the pictures, read all about it. I go, oh, man, you know. So it's like like I've, I've uh, stolen my own thunder, you know. So since we do a retro-type podcast, uh, we try not to do that. So when we have things come up, uh, and we talked during the week, we've talked about using Voxer and stuff. Uh, when we, we talk, there are times when we'll say, Hey, let's not talk about this. Let's save it for a podcast. You yeah. know? So that's kind of, uh, what we do is, is we'll save up a few of these, uh, ideas and, and uh, conversation topics and stuff and save them for, uh, uh I was going to say for a rainy day. It kind of is. It's yeah, a rainy day here. And, uh, it's a rainy day there too. It, it is a rainy day here before recording. I had to run and shut all the windows. Uh, to make sure that it was okay because everybody's gone pretty much except for my my younger son playing Xbox. But um, speaking of that, we, there was some stuff we were talking about. And the first topic I think we're going to go with is what I want to call the tale of three trailers. We've oh. got we've got well, really, it's two trailers and then a commercial that kind of seems like a trailer, and where yes. I think a lot of us are kind of maybe hoping. But um, so we're going to talk about these three. Uh, we'll just call them trailers. Sure. Two, I think, are I'm, I'm very interested in. I think exciting. One, not so much. So, oh boy. why don't we? Uh, we'll just listen to a, a little bit. Not that it's going to really uh, give you too much, but we'll t- listen to a little bit of one. So that is, uh, well, Rob, you brought it up the other day. What do we got there? It's Dark Crystal. It's a new Dark Crystal. It's not really a a movie. I guess it's a Netflix 10, I believe, 10 episode series, The Age of Resistance. Yeah. So I, I don't know about you. Maybe you've heard about this before. I just recently heard about it, I think, last week. Um, that this was coming on and I was like, get out of town, man. This is the, so 
you and I had a little bit of discussion about it. I haven't really looked too much into it. I've watched the trailer twice now. Um, it looks very interesting. I'm I'm interested in it. I've never read any. I believe there's some books, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm the same with you. I, the only thing I know about Dark Crystal is um, the, Dark the original Crystal. movie, right? The original movie and the lunchbox. <laughs> Right, and so we actually did an episode on the Dark Crystal. We had our friend Doug McCoy. He was a guest yeah. on that episode, and uh, I'll put a link to to that in the show notes. There's actually a link to the archives page, um, which is where you'll find that. Uh, but I'll put a I'll put a link to that one specifically in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to that. It was a fun episode and uh, missed talking to Doug, but um, yeah, that's really all I know about. You know, I don't know any of the books that came out after. I think there might have been some comics too, or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I so. never. It was just the Dark Crystal, and that was it. But yeah. so I'm not even sure. Really, I guess I'm. I don't know what to expect out of this, other than it looks really cool. Uh, it looks like you have the similar same characters in it. So I'm kind of like, what's going on here? I thought we saw how this ended. Right. So well, this is a prequel. So this is uh, before the movie. Um, so this is my confusion is we saw the dark crystal. So we know the crystal has been split, right? And we know that um, the Gelflings are, you know, it has to be reunited and that the two uh, um, different races were, were uh, uh, split apart. And, and uh, so we know all these things. So going into uh the story before you know the prequel i kind of feel like we know how it's gonna end you know what i mean like we know how it ends because we saw the other movie yeah i mean but we yeah but we knew that when we watched phantom menace and technic clones true yeah so i mean i'm not saying it won't be a good story i'm just saying it, it doesn't it seems to me like it can't end on a positive note because we, you know, we know that, uh, that they're going to have to go into this, this dark time, uh, before, uh, you know, the, what the stuff that happens in, in dark crystal, so, I swear it's a prequel. Now I'm questioning myself, but I believe well, I read that. Okay. So I, this is what I want to ask. I, I, I've only seen the, the, the pre or the, uh, trailer twice. And I didn't pay super, like I didn't dissect or anything, but it looks like it's Kira, right? Yes, because you got yep. you got um God, what is the what is the her her pet's name? Uh, Fizzywig? No, oh, Fizz, no, yeah, no, uh, no, Fizzwig or something like that. Fizzwig, right? Yeah, yeah, Fizzywig yeah. is from uh, Christmas Carol, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think Sam Adams makes a uh, old Fizzywig. Yeah. But is Jen in this? I didn't remember because I was going to say they didn't meet up until. Yeah, yeah. So we don't see her. Yeah, it, it is. Um, uh, ten episodes starts August thirtieth on Netflix, and it is a prequel series uh to the dark crystal so um you know the i assume uh like when well, you mentioned phantom menace you know so in star wars which i know we can both talk about uh, you, there were things that were mentioned in uh the original trilogy that we get to see happen in the prequels like uh, and and also in Solo, right? So right. you know, I mean, all we know all these stories like Han Solo says, "Well, you know, I made the Kessel Run." Well, we get to see the Kessel Run. I you think. Know? And I think the best example of this is yeah. not Solo, but but Rogue One, 
And yes. we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of Star Wars, but I'm not a big fan of the, of the newer <laughs> Star Wars, except for Rogue One, I thought, because they did that. I thought they turned that little bit of, of something mentioned in the very beginning of the original Star Wars film into, mm-hmm. into a, a great movie like that. Solo, whatever. Right, right. Well, and, and um, they did it with uh, the Clone Wars. You know, I mean, that's a, really a throwaway line when when Luke is talking to Obi-Wan in the original Star Wars, and he says, you fought in the Clone Wars? Well, but, you know, based on that, we got multiple years of a show called The Clone Wars. Um, well, in Attack of the Clone, you know, so so I think that I'm not saying that I'm not interested. I Obviously, I am. I am very interested. Um, but what I want to do now is go back to Dark Crystal because I think all those things that they tell, like in flashbacks or um, references of, well, you know, this happened or this, the crystal was split or whatever. I think those are the, are the things we're going to see, obviously. Yes, right. I think the narrative in the beginning of the movie tells tells a lot. So, mm-hmm. and it's it's Fizz Gig. Fizz Gig. Now, let me ask you a question. When I saw this, of course, I was taken back to being a 10-year-old, 9-year-old, I guess. I think the original is 1982, I think. Um. When I saw, I mean, when we were kids, when we were 10 year old kids, and you saw a movie, when you saw the trailer for Clash of the Titans, when you saw the trailer, or not even the trailer, you saw the movies or whatever, obviously Star Wars kicked a lot of this off. But the first thing you thought, you know, as you watched these movies and watched the trailer was, what in this is going to be a toy? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> which, who is going to get an action figure? What. Uh, ship or vehicle or animal, you know, when you saw He-Man and you're like, oh, well, Battle Cat is obviously going to be, uh, you know, something you can purchase. Or And and gosh, you know, Star Wars um, is definitely the, not only the one that kicked that off, but the one that beat it to death. You know, you could go back and watch Star Wars and go, oh, here's a guy that's in um, Jabba's palace for three seconds. And not only does he have his own action figure, but he has a whole backstory. And now we know who his wife was and <laughs> his kids and everything else so um but yeah as i was watching this part of me was it, i don't know why it hit me but i was thinking i kind of got excited like i bet there's gonna be action figures that there's a uh, a giant vehicle it looks like that's running through the forest or running through you know i thought i bet that would be a a you know a vehicle maybe we'll get i always wanted a cool set of um Skeksis action figures. Like, I think that would be really cool. But the other part of me was thinking, not that they won't do that, because I'm sure there will be some merchandise associated with this, but it's not going to be merchandise. Okay, I'm leading the question. I should back this up. I should ask you in the first place, who do you think this is being marketed to? Oh, definitely us. Yeah. I mean, are your kids interested? Is this on their radar at all? Uh, my kids, yes, I will say yes, only because I've watched Dark Crystal with them a few times and they, since they were younger, so they do have an appreciation for that movie yeah, and the puppetry and everything. But as far as like, I guess, kids that have parents that are our age that aren't like us, yes. probably not. But maybe, yeah. but, but, but maybe, I mean... But probably not because it's a Netflix series, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not going to see it as much on TV as they will. I think if it was a movie, 
potentially because it would get a lot of you know viewing on commercials More and, exposure, and, and yeah, trailers sure. for uh, during other movies. But yeah, as a Netflix, I think I think the kids that they're uh, maybe focusing are the kids of people like us. Yeah, so that's what I'm afraid of when it comes to marketing is that we won't see a ten dollar Kira action figure. We'll see a fifty dollar yeah. collectible bust or something. You know what I mean? Or yeah. a, a hundred dollar place, you know, diorama, something like that. It won't be cheap things that are toys. It would be nice if they were. Um, I always kind of wanted little dark crystal figures that would work with Star Wars but figures, that same scale and everything. Where are you going to get them now? Eh. What, what toy store are you going to to get them at? Toys were us. <laughs> you know what? i just drove by our old toys r us today when mason sold the motorcycle we went over there and for a split second i saw that big building and the big blue around the top you know and it triggered in my head because every time we used to go on that side of town i would stop at toys r us and just do a quick walk through and see what was there you know and it set my brain off for a second i went oh there's ah and there was no yellow letters or no you know, is yours logo up there anymore? Is yours just empty or it's just empty? See, yep, nothing ours, there. ours this past fall, they had turned it into a um, oh god, what is that chain of Halloween stores? I was gonna say like Halloween Spirit or yeah, Halloween, yeah it was, it was, but, yeah. It, yeah, it was Spirit. And now mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a northern thing or what, but it's a Burling, it's gonna be a Burlington Coat Factory, I believe. Oh, yeah, so we had one of those a long time ago. I don't think we have, I don't know if we have one anymore or not. I, I, yeah, so now it's it's we have one already, and it's moving over there. I guess our our Toys R Us. I mean, it was Toys R Us, and it was cool. But Nicole, my wife, where she's from in Syracuse, New York, or just outside like Baldensville, um, there's she had one of like the old Toys R Us with the like uh, multicolored Toys R Us. You know what I mean? Symbols and everything. Yeah, and it, it yeah, yeah. Really, really cool. I actually have a picture of it from when uh, shortly after they all closed, and I was there last summer and uh, got a picture of it but you know as far as the action figures and stuff like that like it that's not a big deal to me i'm not a collector like you are like if if i were to collect anything or to i don't even collect like i have some stuff in this room you can see and you'll see when you're up here but i don't have a lot of stuff it's just kind of like mix match stuff but i would want something like if they had made action figures from the original movie like that's what i would want i'd want to find some old ones new stuff you know, like I know you've got like all the lines of the Star Wars action figures from when we were kids all the way through the 90s, you know, and maybe the aughts if they came out with the line, all the different ones. Like I had no interest in them. Even when my son, who's 17, like we would get him the action figures, like I would always go, man, these suck. <laughs> like, I, like, like when you get like, you know, the, the Luke Skywalker that looked like like the guy that goes to the gym and only does upper body and never did, right, you know, right. legs. Steroid Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't, I, I just, for me personally, I just, it doesn't, that, that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I, I, I may have told you this story before, but when Mason was really young, Mason was born in 2001. So Phantom Menace is 99. Uh, and then there was, you know, the, so the movies were 99, 2002, 2005. So around the time 2005, you know, so he would have been four years old, maybe McDonald's had a star Wars tie in where they were giving away. It was like 30 different star Wars vehicles, like different, you know, uh, happy meal type toys. There was a, a little plastic ad at, there was a, 
uh, a little Millennium Falcon, all these different uh, toys, but there were 30 of them, I think. Um, and so I went on eBay and I found someone selling not only all 30 toys, but the cardboard plastic display from McDonald's, hmm, like the course. actual thing in the store, in the lobby, right? Yeah. Uh, and it was not that much. I mean, I want to say I paid like 50, maybe, I don't know, 50 for all of it. And so I bought it. I set up the thing, you know, like outside his room, and I put all the toys where they were supposed to go. And um, the first, he was so young that he didn't understand he could play with them because he saw my things that he couldn't play with. Right. You know, and so he saw that. And so I was like, no, they're, they're yours. You know, I, they're McDonald's toys. They're meant to be played with, you know. And I remember a few years after that, he was cleaning his room and he got this box and he put them all in there and he gave it back to me. And he was like, yeah, I don't really like Star Wars like that. Just, you know, you could have this stuff, put it in your collection. And I just remember always being bummed out. Like mm-hmm. that was kind of like the the line where it was my generation versus his generation. Yeah. Like I thought that, um, you know, that the prequels would capture our kids the way that Star Wars captured our attention when we were kids. And it just, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the same. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> why don't we, uh, why don't we move on to our next one? And then you can tell me if you know, which, uh, well, let's say this, you said okay. some of these interested you, some of them not. So is this a thumbs up for you or thumbs down? This is uh well, yeah, this is a thumbs up. I'm definitely interested in it. I'm definitely okay. interested oh, real quick. We, we cause we got to move on. Did you, we talked about this earlier this week. I didn't look into it at all, but I, I'm assuming that we're not getting puppetry in this. This has got to be all CGI, right? I think there's a lot of puppetry. I, that's is what there? I read is that they're doing a lot of physical uh, effects. Now, some of it is there's definitely some CGI going on uh, in this trailer, but uh, yeah, I mean the way that uh, um, the way it looked to me, like there was definitely some old school sets and stuff. So I, maybe it's a mixture. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting because I will say this it will change how much I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yes. And that was my concern, I guess, when we talked about it earlier this week and I didn't look into it at all. And I watched it twice on my phone. So it's kind of hard, but from watching it on my phone, I was like, man, this all looks like CGI, but Hey, I'm still interested. It's a thumbs up at this point. We'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. There. So this is um, a, a, a quote from, uh, an interview, and it says the new uh, the Netflix will be pure puppetry with no CGI. Now I'm gonna say there's definitely some CGI in that trailer. So, uh, but that's I mean that was their their goal. Uh, is, it was to do it physical as much as possible. So there may be a small mixture, but I think they're really trying to to capture that old look. And I I hope they do because again that yeah. that was um, as a kid, uh, and we gotta move on to these other ones. But as a kid. For me, you know, I I've mentioned this on our uh, Dark Crystal episode that I was a bigger fan of Labyrinth. Um, I enjoyed Labyrinth more than Dark Crystal, but as a kid who was into puppets and special effects and all those crazy things like that, part of the enjoyment for Dark Crystal for me was just wondering how did they do this? How yeah. did they build this stuff? How did they pull it off? So it, it'll be interesting. It it shows a lot of love put into a project you know yeah i i I'm, I'm looking forward to it. either way i mean i'm looking forward to it. but man if it is all you know 70 percent puppetry that it's going to be 
Yeah. That'll just be incredible. I've been watching a lot of Henson lately. And so oh, that's nice. why this, the whole timing of this, I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is great. And it's actually, there was a topic I want. I don't think we're going to get a chance to, uh, get to tonight, but maybe for another time, but all right. So let's go with another one and, uh, let's see if you know which one this is. I've lived in a world of death. I've watched people I've loved die. Some fast with a bullet. Some not enough left to bury. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. All these years I've kept my secrets. But the time has come to face my past. looking for me they will welcome death I think from now on when we podcast we should use this voice you sound you sound more like an old British guy sitting around a fire with his tea with a blanket. I think I just sound like Dorothy from the Golden Girls Rose get me some tea oh boy that was uh, Rambo Last Blood so uh I now this is where I got to be really honest with you. I had no idea about this and I think you brought up to me this week. I had to look it up. Yep, it just uh popped up on my radar. Um I boy, a lot of things to say about this. Well, we we have limited time, so we have to choose how we want to spend our time, Rob, on what quality stuff. <laughs> Spoiler, I have a lot of things to say about everything. Uh, here's what I will say about it. Rambo, the the first movie, is, man, I, I don't want to say top 10 movie for me, but I don't know, top 20 movie for me. I mean, it's up there. It is a classic. It's a great movie. Um, it touches a lot of different things that it, it touches, um, you know, really it deals with post-traumatic stress disorder of Vietnam vets coming back and, and how we treat those people and, and, um, you know, basically how, how as a vet, John Rambo was shunned by the, the sheriff of this town and stuff, you know, and, and they gave him a hard time. They just didn't want any, any part of that. Uh, the book is fantastic. And, um, uh, here's a spoiler. I don't know if you know this, but in the first book, at the end of it, Rambo dies um, <laughs> because uh, you know his colonel, the guy they call in the colonel, you know to to help rein him in or whatever. And the colonel is like, "Listen, he's never going to be better. Like you built a killing machine, and that's what this guy you made him into a killing machine, and now you're going to have to deal with him." You know. And uh, anyway, is that Troutman? Is that yeah, Colonel, yeah. colonel Troutman or yeah? So. First movie, I think, is great, you know. Second movie, it's like, now he's back. And, you know, and then you saw these things and, like, now he's got a rocket launcher. Second, <laughs> so a machine gun, you know. The, the second one is when he goes back to Vietnam, right, to try and rescue yes. some POWs. And that's where we get the famous scene where he has the red, like, bandana tied around. Uh -huh. and he's super, yeah. like, Rocky Balboa jacked up, right? And yes. Like yeah. stands up and starts shooting, and like Charlie Sheen had the uh, spoof <laughs> right. in, in one of the, I think Naked Gun or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. 
uh, Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah, know, okay. Yeah, or he shoots the chicken as a yeah, <laughs> yeah for the bow and arrow. Yeah, and they just got increasingly silly. You know, I mean, it, it turned into a a uh, caricature of itself. You know, by I mean after Rambo Two, then there was the Rambo like TV show or the cartoon. cartoon there was a cartoon. Yeah. You know, all these things. So it just got away from what the story was. I thought the first story was really good, and after that, it just kind of got. It got to the point where I did not see the last one. I didn't see number four. I don't even. Uh, I don't think I've seen number three. And oh well, it was like number two times a hundred. I mean, it I, was. I probably did, but it, I yeah. mean, because if it was like two, then I just kind of like merged it together. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? They're, they're kind of similar. They seem similar. I think it's more um, desert. And the funny thing. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, too, is, I mean, even Ram- like Rambo, the original Rambo, First Blood, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a kid movie, but I Ooh. think I think, I think think most people our age that are into the retro scene saw it as kids on HBO or whatever yeah, we saw cool. it on, right? And we probably Rambo should- lunchboxes, you know, Rambo, uh, you know, that's a, one, a big trivia fact, um, that the Rambo lunchbox was the last metal lunchbox. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so... Um, uh, after, I mean, not obviously not of all time, but I mean, of uh, uh, you know, the big companies that's that's the switch over. So, I have yeah. two Rambo lunchboxes I have a metal one and I have a plastic one. So, after that is when all the major ones switched over to plastic. But so, I you know, I looked up, I guess this isn't really given away in the trailer, but the gist of this movie is that he has moved to Arizona, he's retired, he's lived anonymously these people in arizona you know he lives and works on a ranch or something they don't know his past they don't know who he is and a friend contacts him and tells him tells rambo that his friend's daughter has been abducted by the mexican drug cartel exactly so now i mean this is the story rambo has to come out of retirement you can just stop there rob Right, but here's, here's what I don't like about it. And we have never talked politics on this show. We never will. It's not what we're about. I mean, no, not for this show or whatever. But I don't like the timing of this right now where the gist of this story is uh, that Rambo is going to go, he's going to Mexico to fight people because it just ties in too much with current headlines. And yeah. the, you know what I mean? I don't. I mean, I, obviously, nobody's rooting for the drug cartel <laughs> in what's going on, you know. But but it just it just makes it seem like we're sitting, the U.S. is sending a guy to kick Mexican ass. And yeah. I, you know, I don't. It, it's kind of. It seems like it's bad timing. Well, I and I understand what you're saying there, but I'll say this: you could throw any ethnicity into this, and yes, I and absolutely. I, I still would not like. I do not care about this one bit when you told me about it i was like all right i'll just watch the trailer and as soon as i heard the, uh, <laughs> i was like all right i'm out i'm checked out like the thing is like r- the original movie first blood was awesome it's, it's such a good movie yeah. and to be honest with you like my wife and i were talking about it once and she had never seen it and i'm like it's a really good movie we should watch it and she's like yeah no i don't want to but then i was like you and i should really watch this and we should do a, an episode on this because 
it was such a good movie and i remember it as a kid making you know we played war and all that stuff like i just really right. enjoyed that movie i'd like to i haven't seen it probably since i was maybe an early teenager you know a few years after i had originally seen it so i would love to watch it again see if i really do like it as much as i think i did the second movie i remember going to the theaters with my mom and my brother to see it and at the time i i loved it because i was you know young and like playing army and stuff but looking back i'm like oh, what a crap movie like i have no interest in any of this and i absolutely have no interest in this one and this re- kind of reminds me of those things like when they do remakes of like they've got the you know macgyver they've got magnum they've got uh hawaii 50 and you know i remember when, a few years back when they were talking about doing murder she wrote it's like how about you just do a show you don't have to name it the same thing just something that, like they could do this with him as something else rather than rambo yeah yeah, well, you have that built-in um, audience. Yeah, the identifiable. You know, people say, "Oh, I know that character." You know, so it's a name. It's easily yeah, you know, it's easy to market. I feel this is when I saw this trailer. This was my immediate thoughts. I thought number one, I was thinking about Harrison Ford, who has come back. You know, Harrison Ford. Uh, this was famous at the time. Wanted Han Solo to die at the end of Return of the Jedi. And, and George Lucas was like, I would never kill you. I can't sell any toys if you're dead, you know? So, so he did not kill Han Solo. So when they were coming back to make um, episode seven, Harrison Ford said, you know, I would only come back if you kill Han Solo. Like this character's arc is over, you know? And so it seems like two things. One, you know, because it's it has the word last in the title, last blood. It, you know, this is the last Rambo movie. Obviously, on the, the article that I read, it mentioned Sylvester Stallone, who is 72. I was going to say, man, I would, when I'm 84, I want to look that good. Oh, my God. I want to look that good today, you know. Um, how many people can you say I would trade bodies with a 72 year old man? Yeah. <laughs> but so obviously, this is the last Rambo movie, right? I don't know if Sylvester Stallone needs money or not. I don't know if this is a a money thing. Um, But at the end of the day, like, I think that's a thing that older actors that have been in these franchises feel like, like they want to end this character's arc. So the minute I saw this, I thought, you know what? I bet you money Rambo dies at the end of this movie. I won't know. (laughs) <laughs> you'll know because i'll talk about it for an hour no, you can tell I me it, you know? so hey um so i think it's obvious that neither one of us really care about this this movie to see no. it right so we'll kind of move on but i do want to i'm gonna throw it back to star wars because you brought something up and I know. we got to make it we'll make it brief so we move on but so when when solo did die right at the hands uh-huh. of his own son did, yeah. did you something all fathers can relate to you're like yeah i can yeah. see my kid killing me over a pop tart go ahead but did it like hit you like man it's damn it's solo man or were you just like eh. no i cried did you really yeah see i i did not care one bit because i was just because i'm and again and i've probably said this before when we've talked about star wars like it's not being a hater of like the new stuff i just don't like it i really don't so to me you know what 20 30 years later whatever it's been since you know the the original trilogy like it just doesn't feel the same to me so i didn't it didn't it just didn't hit uh, me i was like all right 
sucks. Anyway, it hit me because I partially because it's Han Solo and it's a character we grew up with and you and you know all these things. But in that moment, when he walks across it, and the minute it started, I thought, oh gosh, I know what's gonna happen. I mean that that music, the ominous music kind of starts, and I thought, oh, this is not gonna be good. But it's the moment where as a parent, we have like I think everybody knows somebody who has a kid that has, I won't say broke bad, but you know, like you, the, someone else's kid who you go, man, that, their kid's a mess. You know, their kid's always in trouble, whether it's in school or maybe legal trouble or whatever. And I mean, I have, I don't, eh, we've all had people in our yeah. lives where you just go enough is enough, yeah. you know, and you block them out. But if you're that person's parent, I don't think you do that. You know, I think the, the parental, Maybe, maybe you do. I don't know. But it's always uh, easier looking in. Yes, looking yeah. at someone else. You're like, I wouldn't. You know, I, I uh, uh, we watch uh, Intervention sometimes. You know, and mm-hmm. they, they, these parents, like, there are ones where parents buy drugs for their kids, and you're like, what are you doing? But you're not in their shoes. You haven't been in there. You know, so there is that connection where it's your kid, where you're going to do anything. And so in that moment, when he goes over there, he's like. Han Solo knows that this may not turn out well, and his kid is like one of the worst person in the galaxy. But he goes over there and he's like, "Man, just come back to us. Just come walk away from this whole thing, you know." And then he gets a lightsaber in the belly for his efforts, you know. So, and I, that's what it hit me is more just the the relationship, the father son thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I I think, and I agree with you it, it, to yeah. that to that degree. Yes, I can I can relate to that, but. I just meant as as this iconic character dying, it didn't bother me as much. I just, you know, we thought before, um, I'll just say this real quick. Before Lucas sold Star Wars franchise to Disney, we all thought we knew how episodes seven, eight, and nine were going to go. Han Solo was going to marry uh, Princess Leia, and they were going to have two kids, and they were going to be uh, Jedi. And I mean, this was all in uh, books that have been written and things. So for it to take such a, a different turn, you know, I guess that was, was kind of shocking. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it was in one way it was, it was to me, it was sad, not just because he, Kylo Ren killed his father, but also it was almost indicative of like star Wars has kind of been killed, yeah, you know? So a- I think that's, <laughs> That's why I was crying. I was like, no, I came home, tore down my Han Solo poster. (laughs) It was dead a few years prior for me. But anyways, let's move on to our last. Oh, okay. uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Our last one. You don't even, you don't know what it is. I'm playing the soundboard. You're supposed to guess what it is. Jeez. Okay, I'm going to guess. You're ruining the game, Rob. (laughs) Here we go. This would pull at you harder than a uh, solo's death. 
Yes, dude. <laughs> I think every single person online that is talking about this, obviously retro fans like us as well, are just like, please, please tell me that this is just a small little glimpse, a little tease into something that could possibly happen. Oh, God. It would be, be awesome. amazing. This looks so expensive to make right like it has to be worth it has to be from something right like maybe uh maybe the car company flipped the bill for something that's going to come out and they're like but you got to put it out commercial first that's what i'm hoping man i'm hoping this turns into something i'm sure it isn't but boy does this look incredible um to go from the dungeon and dragons cartoon transferred into like live action now granted it's it, it, what, what 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 uh language do do you know I it's french uh no they're brazil this is brazil okay brazil, so it'd be what portuguese they're speaking yeah, probably, right yeah. Yeah. all right so you can't understand it doesn't matter you you hear you doesn't uni, matter you hear you watch this movie in portuguese uni, uni in portuguese uni in english it's all the same <laughs> man yes. that's what uni stands for universal that's right <laughs> This this uh, came out a few weeks ago. We both, I think, saw. It. I, I think I I was turned on to it by uh, Sean Robert, who is uh, who's been on the show before. I think just one of the mm-hmm. guys, and he was on two episodes, actually three, but one of them, uh, not his fault, but one of them just technically didn't ever came out. Um, but I think he was on just one of the guys, and I can't remember what else he was on. Oh, Do you remember? Was that? Summer school, maybe. Or? I think it was summer school. That yeah, was. I, school, yeah. I think that was the first time he was on, but. Um, I follow him on Twitter and he posted something about this and I was just like, oh my God, I was at work. And generally when I'm at work, I don't stream video just because of my data service. Having three kids, they put me on the edge every month. But I was like, I got I to gotta watch this, man. I've got to watch this. This is, nothing about this makes sense. Nothing about this, I mean, in a, in a wonderful way. Nothing about this makes sense. Number one, Dungeons and Dragons, these characters were from the cartoon show, which aired, uh, it was two seasons, 1983 through 1985. There are only 27 episodes of that show. Why a car company in 2019 would spend all this money to revive characters from a 35-year-old cartoon series, which is not... I mean, obviously, it has a huge underground... Exactly. Underground might not be the right word, but you know, it has a huge following, like a cult following. Like People love Dungeons & Dragons, it's, it's, and obviously... It, yeah, it's not, like they, it's not like they use Scooby-Doo. Right. Everybody knows Scooby-Doo. Again, Dungeons right. & Dragons, the cartoon... I mean, yeah, you could ask somebody who's maybe not a retro fan like we are and, our, and listeners, but they still go, oh, yeah, I kind of remember it. Like, that's not really, the, that's not something you generally, like you said, you're going to make nope. a commercial out of, and it looks pretty damn, ex- you know, I mean, it's a lot of CGI, it, it, but. Right. Yeah, so first of all, I mean, a 35-year-old franchise that you're absolutely right does not have wide appeal. When I showed it to my wife, she goes, I don't know who these people are supposed to be. I was like, she had no idea. And I and she has I've made her watch the cartoon. So she had no idea. Number two, uh, like what you said, this had to be expensive. I mean, you've got people, you've got costumes, you've got a ton of really good CGI. You got a Tia uh, Matt. You got Tia Matt. And so that's my number three thing is there are so many references in this 
to the original cartoon that only people who watched the cartoon, you know, I mean, you, you, you get the commercial, even if you don't know who Tiamat is, but obviously Tiamat was, uh, you know, the dragon that they constantly fought. You have uh, the little, there's a little gag where they all pile in the car. So, so the, uh, the, the plot of the cartoon, if you even want to call it, or of the uh, commercial, if you want to call it a plot is that, you know, the, the entire television series, they were trying to get out of Dungeons and Dragons land and get back to earth. And at the end of the second season, the show was canceled. And so they never made it back to earth. <laughs> so, you know, ostensibly they're still stuck there. Now there was a, a final episode planned. Uh, and if you have the DVD box set, you could hear um, a reenactment, you know, of that final episode, but that was never filmed. So officially they never made it back. So that is the plot of this commercial is that they get this car and they make it back through the portal and they finally make it back to earth. But there are little jokes. Like there was always, um, there was always that, that moment where like dungeon master would disappear. Uh, something would, you know, they would walk behind a tree and then come out the other side. Then that happens in the commercial. Um, you know, there's a few other things. And, and presto, the magician was always trying to do a, 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 a magic, you know, to get them out of a, get them out of a, a bind. And then it finally works. His tricks always went bad. And in this, uh, it, uh, you know, his trick finally works. So there's a lot of throwbacks that you wouldn't necessarily get if you weren't a fan of the old show. Right. Now you said they finally get out. Now I'm looking at it going, this is how we could get a movie from this thing or a series because did they really get out? Because they look over when they're at the carnival, right? Or the whatever. And, uh, there's a, there's a policeman on a horse, I think. Right. And then his yes. eyes glowing like it's Venger. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel silly as an adult using internet type language, but I believe the term is all the feels. <laughs> and this got me in all the feels, man. When I was watching this, I watched this, I've probably watched this a dozen times. Like it's just, I think it's so fantastic. And you're right. I mean, not only is there, um, you know, I don't know what the reaction was in uh, Brazil to this commercial, but you have people in other countries watching it and podcasting and doing all these things. There, ha- there somebody will will eventually say, "Hey, there is a market uh, for this." Yeah, market sure. for this. Absolutely, yeah. Dude, the, the uh, not only when like Tiamat comes out, <clears throat> excuse me, but when Hank the Ranger protects everybody like with his shield, like it just, oh man, dude, the, this commercial is just. Is awesome. It is so awesome. I hate to do this to you, but it's Eric the Cavalier who has the shield. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Hank has the magic bow. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> no, th- uh, thank, thank you for doing it because I'll, I'll, I'll get nailed on that uh, with an email or on a Facebook group. I always do. So you can save your finger. You can save your fingers of typing because Rob already <laughs> popped me on that. You got all the characters and you got all the stuff. And then you have uni, you know, the first time I watched it, I watched it on my phone and when everybody, you know, the, the kids, they make it through the portal and they're back at the fair or the amusement park. And I heard uni, but I didn't see uni in that last shot. And I thought that she had become part of the merry-go-round. Like all the kids yeah. turned back into their regular people and that she would have, I mean, you couldn't have a unicorn in our world so that she would turn into 
uh, part of the merry-go-round. But then when I watched it again, I was like, oh, no, she's right there in front of it. So lucky you, Bobby. you got a pet unicorn to take care of. Or they're not really back. And hence, we're going to get oh, a live-action series. I would watch this so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you want to... You wanna... <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. I would sit there. I would like get all my dice out of my Crown Royal bag in the garage, and I would get my little books, and I would sit there in front of the TV. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah. This one got me. Why do we get a Rambo movie? We don't get a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Well, I don't know, man. Maybe we will. That's I think that's what I'm saying. Like that's the hopeful, wishful thinking is that we're going to get something out of this because. And I, I guess maybe like in Brazil, Dungeons and Dragons, the animated series is like David Hasselhoff in Germany singing, like just way bigger than he is here singing. I will say that um, there are, I didn't know this at the time, but when I was, you know, you, when uh, I would get on eBay and look for different things like Dungeons and Dragons figures and stuff. And there are a set of Dungeons and Dragons figures from the cartoon that came out and I believe they only came out in Brazil and mm. they are so expensive. It's crazy. I mean, there's a figure that they're not um, like action figures that move. They're more like little, you know, statues or whatever, like, like little Smurf yeah. figures. F- figurine like type things. Of, yeah. They go for hundreds of dollars each. I mean, I saw a mostly complete set for like $1,200 online one time. It's absolutely crazy. So, yeah, maybe th- maybe there's a, uh, a large fan base down. Maybe we should move. <laughs> um, Susan, Nicole, uh, we're going to move our families to Brazil. Why? <laughs> well, there's a- this, there's this commercial. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, you know, with all the, it's like all the work they put into this. They got the casting. They got the special effects. I mean, they nailed it. They just nailed the feeling. I thought, let me ask you this. What did you think of Dungeon Master's appearance, like his face and stuff? Um, I mean, that was, that was clearly not live action, right? That was CGI. Yeah. And, and I'm, yeah. I don't know. Um, it, I guess it kind of threw me off a little bit for a second, but I was like, meh, whatever. It's Dungeon Master. Right, I mean, right. how, how, honestly, yeah. how are they going to make somebody's head that round and, you, <laughs> right. know, you know, to, to look realistic, everybody else looked really cool. So I was, yep. I was all right with it. You know, I mean, um, did you have like a, the other, like, cause War Duke, right? Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. is in an episode and I had a War Duke figure. I had the dwarf figure, the dwarf knight. I had the, I think it was like a giant or Titan type dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a couple different lines. I think it's um, LJN. And they have, uh, there was a three and, you know, the same like three and three quarter inch, just like Star Wars figures. And then they came out with a six inch line of figures later on. Um, and there aren't, and there were like two series of figures. So I'm, I'm just guessing here. I mean, there's probably less than 20 different figures available. There's not that many. There was there's a, the, the, the little assassin guy. Was that the green one? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I had him. I had War Duke. I had the Knight. Yes. Um, yep. And then I had the, was it like a, I can't remember. Was it like a, a, a Griffin or something maybe or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a, um, a lion uh, with wings. Um, 
I have one in the box somewhere. Oh, somewhere, really? But yeah, then, there, yeah. then there was like a black, uh, like a black monster who had like 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 uh, almost like talons for hands or something like that. I think. Yeah, like the bugbear. So that, so what happened was after they had the action figures, then they started releasing more and more figures. But then the new ones that came out weren't uh, uh, movable. You know, they were just like kind of statue kind yeah. of things. Uh, so there was a lot of those too. So there's a lot, and then they had the little miniature ones. Not, I mean, not, of course they're based on the same characters. And uh-huh. I had all those. Like I think Melkor was like there was the evil uh, uh, magician. You know, well they had all of them, but you know this like I don't know maybe they were inch inch and a half tall, something like that. And I, I had a lot of those as a kid. Um, it's funny that um, there are a few things from my childhood that I don't have. And it's, it's weird that so much of the things I own survived, you know, like, I mean, not just star Wars, but saying I have all my old Legos. I have all my old, you know, birthday cards. I have all my, like I have all the board games, lots of things from my childhood, but there are specific things that are missing. And it's easy enough to go back on eBay if you really wanted to and pick them back up. But all those Dungeons and Dragons, I have a lot of them that I've picked up since, but those those are all gone. Uh, I don't, and I just, it's one of those things like, I didn't, doesn't seem like something I would have thrown away, but I don't know, just over the years. Yeah, my a lot of my stuff, and we've, it, we've talked about this many times. I've actually gotten artwork from Christopher Tupas made because of this, that I was really, really rough with my toys and broke my toys. And <laughs> so, like, all yeah. of this, all these guys, they're, they're, like, gone. I think War Duke is somewhere, but he's missing a leg. I don't know if it's the blue leg or the human leg. I don't know what, you know. Um, so, as a matter of fact, I'm looking behind me right here. Um now listeners can't can't see this but i have my wife made me um a little like diorama of with some of the heads that i kept and i thought i had the knight in there I, he's somewhere i'll have to dig him out before you come up but so these are heads that you popped off of figures yeah in some way or another i mean i just i didn't uh-huh. sit around and just go see ya but like <laughs> like they would come off you know rough i i played rough like you know 8 9 10 11 year old Sean didn't think about 40 something year old Sean like wanting to you know what i mean like i was just a kid right. i just treated my toys like crap but i had fun with them like that's what my mom always says like she'll go oh yeah you're really rough on your toys but you really had fun with them and i did i i i wasn't cuz I, I i knew like there were some kids that didn't really play with their toys as much and and uh but like i was super rough with them man like i said i used to hit matchbox cars with hammers and go steal gas out of the shed with a dixie cup and get an ohio blue tip and light it on fire and there was a car accident when i was playing matchbox cars like i just love doing that (laughs) you know so um, i like uh, wrestling around with my kids when they were younger i didn't pop their heads off yeah I don't know this. I don't know what to say to say to that. I don't know if that's a bad transition, but uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's uh, whenever we get together. That's why we do it at your house and not my house because you're not allowed to yeah. touch any of my stuff. You're it, gonna break it. It's funny because I'm also looking at my shelf here. I have remember the Lone Ranger movie that came out early '80s. They put a toy oh, line yeah, out, yeah. Yeah. and I still have the Lone Ranger. I, I can't. I don't know where Tonto is or the horses, but I still have the Lone Ranger, and he has a noose around his neck because when I play with him, Lone Ranger got was. <laughs> He was hung. 
So right. <laughs> he, he's sitting on my shelf right now with string around his neck. And it was funny when I put him out, I was like trying to take it off. And I'm like, why am I taking it off? Like, I remember doing that. So screw it. I'm going to leave it on there. One time, uh, and I was very careful with my toys. I played with my toys when I was done. I put them back on the shelf. You know, I would make sure that everything uh, was was back the way uh, that it was. Yeah. Um. So look, we we kind of had an episode here, right? Uh, I, yeah, thought we gonna, yeah. I thought we were going to have a bunch of topics, and we ran out of time. We have about five minutes at most here, but I just want to. So. Actually, probably last. So I'm going to ask you one last question to close this okay. out because we talked about this actor, and it was actually something I had on my list here, but we got to make it kind of quick. I'm, I'm I'm curious to know what your favorite, and you can leave the fourth one off if you want, um, what your favorite Indiana Jones film is. My favorite Indiana Jones movie is the one that nobody else likes, and it's Temple of Doom. Okay, you really scared me for a second there. Because I said leave the fourth one off, King right. of Crystal Skull. Um, yep. Okay. No, that's. I mean, that's fine. I've actually heard people, other people say that where they and they kind of say the same thing where they they choose the one that they think is probably the least favorite for most people. Um, it probably is the least favorite for me, and it. Uh, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike any of them except for the fourth one. I was just like, you know, it just. It, I think it's that whole gap thing. You know what I mean? You just can right, tell when right. you watch these things. It's just not the same. I'm not going to go down that road again. But um, of the first three, I mean, I, I love The Last Crusade. I, I, yeah. I really love that movie. I mean, I enjoy them all. I enjoy them all. Absolutely. You know? um, I just feel like on one and three, they are both, uh, there's action scenes and then there's long parts of setting things up and then another action scene in a long part. I just feel like the second one, uh, you know, has more action and it's more, I think I like the comedy, you know, I like short round. I like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the interaction that he has, uh, uh, you know, with the girl and everything. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, uh, for some reason, I, I was in, if I'm flipping channels, I'll watch and any of them are on. I will watch scenes or bits. But if Temple of Doom's on, it seems like I'll watch the whole thing. Um, I mean, look, I, like you said, I like them all. I don't dislike any of the original ones, the the three. Um, and I'll be honest, I, I I never gave the fourth one a real chance, but I try watching. I was like, man, it just doesn't feel the same. You know what I mean? But. Like I guess Temple of Doom for me, it's it's weird, but it's like more nostalgic, I guess, in a sense. Although they all are, but I I can really remember going to the theaters to see that. Plus, you had you know you had Short Round in there, um, and, and I, you I had just, the arcade game, which was based on that movie. I mean, the Indiana Jones arcade game, where you have to go around and um, go I know. around and, and fight the cards and stuff. Are you familiar with the arcade game? I never, no, I never played it. Okay. No. So yeah, and for me it was just all that kind of stuff all came in, you know, all at one time, I guess. Yeah, I did, I just love uh, Last Crusade and I had actually meant to bring it up anyways and then we talked about Han Solo, we talked about Harrison Ford and I was like, "Oh, I'll, I think we'll kind of close out with that and and I'll ask him about that." But uh yeah, I just watched Last Crusade this week at work and I was like, "See, I oh. thought I thought Last Crusade flowed very well." Um Yeah. I I, I think I I I'd say Raiders probably, like you said, maybe there's those parts where, but I still love it, man. I still love all three oh, of them. All good, yeah. They're they're all yeah. real good. Have uh, nothing bad about any of them, but um, just thought I would thought I'd ask about that. Plus, yeah. come on, dude, 
the the girl in the third one, Last Crusade. She is smoking. Oh, hot. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. So that's gonna wrap this up. A little bit late this month. Well, early this month, late because we missed last month, right? But this was fun. It was cool. I like these uh, ones where we can just kind of chew the fat on some topics or whatever. But um, yeah, that's going to wrap this one up. Rob, where can people find you if they want to read your blog and see what you're up to? Well, you can always find me at robohara.com, which is my website and blog. There's links to old uh, podcast episodes and, and blog entries and all that stuff. And if you want to find me online, I'm on Facebook as uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Rob O'Hara or find me on Twitter at Commodore. All right. And for me, you can go to alldutchpods.com. You can find all the podcasts that I am currently on, uh, that I used to be on, and some future podcasts if they ever, <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they ever do drop, but they will, they, it will, but Anyways, dude, I, I could have talked with you all night, but unfortunately, uh, I got to go. I got to pick my son up because uh, mom's got the van. He couldn't take it to work, and all it's, here, <laughs> all it's here is the stick shift, and he doesn't know how to drive that yet. So, All right. Well, on your way there, I'll box you some uh, great dad jokes. So. All right. There's this one I heard one time, a guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll talk to you again this month. <laughs>